welcome to another episode of Around the Wicket, where we will be recapping the two Shield matches, which concluded today, the other one yesterday, um, and obviously previewing the two Marsh Cup games coming up. We don't have any teams at the moment, being late on a Saturday night, so we'll just do what we can. But um, first off, we'll go to Jack. You played cricket today, mate. How'd you go? Uh, yeah, next <laughs> question. Um... Didn't go very well then. All right. Obviously, we do play on the same team, but I couldn't unfortunately play today due to work. So obviously, I wasn't expecting a hell of a lot. We missed best you, mate. player or one of your best players playing, then obviously it's going to hurt a lot. Um, how many runs did you make? Um, yeah, next question. All right. So nothing. Okay, beautiful. All right. We'll recap the first Shield match being we'll, we'll go to South Australia versus Vic. Uh, obviously your boys. So South Australia won the toss and elected to bat. Uh, Mitch Perry got the early breakthrough getting Henry Hunt caught behind by Sammy Harper. Um, and then fan favourite Scotty Bowen got the next four. Uh, with Aussie batting duo Travis Head and Alex Carey were sort of beat, were pretty disappointed to be failing. Head got duck, Carey got 11. Um, all the attention was on Jake Weatherold though and Daniel Drew who both scored centuries. Fantastic innings for both of them. Yep. Uh, whether I would finish with 122 and Drew thanks, 130 with Bowling and Mitch Perry being the pick of the bowlers, taking eight for 118 between them. Uh, not bad at all. Uh, South Australia ended up piling on 366, which is a pretty decent total. Uh, the second inning started well with sorry, Victoria's back inside well with Bukowski and Harris putting on 110 before Harris departed for 58, and then things sort of just went downhill from there. I mean, one for 110 or whatever and uh, ended up losing. I think it was 435, um, scoring a total of, what was it, just a just total of 264, over 100 runs light of South Australia. What was your takeaway sort of in, um, I guess, the South Australia's first innings and obviously Victoria's um, probably a bit different. So what was your takeaways there, mate? Um, I mean, yeah, I think it was good for South Australia's uh perspective that you know two guys that got runs weren't uh travis said now it's carry uh you know so whether old and drew you know really you know, put runs on the board obviously 100 and what 252 between them uh which was that almost outscored victoria just the two of those that was i mean very good for them and i mean victoria was disappointing i guess i mean harrison pikovsky obviously did very well 110 they them as a partnership joe is one of the best in state cricket um so then, yeah, for then everyone else other than Maddo to score 82 to not even put up a show was a little bit disappointing as a Vic. But, um, yeah, it's that first innings. You would have thought that South Australia was right in the box seat, being over 100 in front. Yeah, exactly right. When you get two times in the first inning, you know, about one team gets two times. The other team just needs to chip in here or there, really, to get you to a decent total. Uh, it adds up pretty quickly. But, I mean, I think Victoria just did. They liked that person in the first things, didn't they? Like they had two fifties in their open, which is fantastic. Great start. Uh, an eighty-two from Maddo before he got. Uh, I think it was bowled by Pope. I think it was Maddo, wasn't it? Um, yeah. But um, even still, like just just sort of needed to go on with it. They needed someone just to go on and get that sort of century, and then build around that. Um, but yeah, so wickets were mostly shared around between Brendan Doggett, which was three for 72, David Grant snags three for 66, and Nathan McAndrew three for 60. Lloyd Pope, yeah, also got that wicket when he bowled Maddow on 82. Um, the second inning started with South Australia 102 in front, about halfway through day three, I think it was, wasn't it? 
halfway through that, sorry. Um, South Australia had a better start to their second innings than they did in their first, losing their first week for 68 runs, opposed to only was 13 in the first. Um, there was more shared around innings for South Australia the second time around. There's no massive scores. Um, I think it was, yeah, it was Weatherold 32, Hunt 57, Carter 29. Travis ended up making a few, made 46, um, <laughs> better than the duck. You got in the first today. All great players get ducks. Um, they sure do. Yeah, South Australia ended up making 213 from 58 overs. So that's relatively quickly, not overly quick. Selling the setting the VX thing was 316 to win basically from 90 overs, I think four days play basically. Yep. Um, but yeah, so Boland, Boland managed two for 39, Mitch Harry. Mitch Perry, Mitch Perry, two for 45, three for 42 to Will Sutherland, and the old boy Johnny Holland took three for 55. How were you confident? Or were you, so what were your feelings, I guess, going into the last innings there, needing what you needed to win? Um, who did you think would win? Um, well, I thought that Vicks were definitely a massive chance and a day three, you know, South Australia with seven down, and then those were those last three were knocked off pretty quickly. Um, so I thought that, you know, Vic's definitely, with if all the batting, you know, light played up perfectly, the 316 was very, very gettable in that 90 overs. Um, obviously, before day's play even started, we lost one of our best bats. Probably not ideal with uh, the cost. That's a whole other conversation, though. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, to, to get as close as they did, though, I mean, I think as we're talking about, that's why we need five days of shield cricket. Yeah, absolutely. As you'll get to in the next game, they were almost polar opposites in the sense that that was the wicket was completely different as well, which makes it very different. But um, that one there was wrapped up in three, I think, wasn't it? Yep. Something like that. And um, opposed to this one here, I just needed that one day and it would have seen the last. Um, but obviously, as yeah, you touched on there, Pukowski, uh, very unfortunate. We'll wait and see what, like, there's more news to come from that. So we'll wait and see what happens. But um, yeah, it's obviously not looking great. Um, so yeah. Is going well. So yeah, South Australia had their tails up early, having the VIX two for seven. What was your I think it was two for seven? What was your sort of feelings then? Look, yeah, two for seven. You probably think South Australia only need eight wickets, and probably almost think Victoria would probably almost go into this into their shell a little bit there to play out the draw. So it was only four days, um, and you'd have every right to you know you lost the two openers. You probably think you know, and being Madison and. Harris, you both were two of the three guys that made runs in the first innings. You probably would have been well in your right mind to just, you know, try and soak up a draw at that point. Um, yes, definitely not not yeah, the best start. Yeah, two for seven off four before Peter Hanscom obviously just had a say captain's knock will probably be an understatement of 148, not out from 280 as well. So sort of soaked up a few balls there, which is always good if you're sort of somewhat going for the draw. Um, but the issue. I mean, you're sort of running out of partners in a sense, but I mean, I, I think although they've only scored not as many, uh, I didn't watch the, this the last bit, so I'm not 100%, but obviously I know you would have done that, so so you'd uh, know more about it than I do. But obviously they soaked up a lot of the balls, which I thought was good. So Merlo got five from 56, half of 22 from 68, short 25 from 85. Like they sort of were soaking up quite a few balls, I guess, which was probably their mindset. Um, but then again, they weren't that far away from the bit, I mean, not that far away, 80 runs, I think, away from victory or whatever. So one more day to play, who would have won? Um, I would have backed in with Hanskin on 148, would have backed in the VIX yep. um, to, to to win it. But, um, I mean, obviously, but both, both 
we're in play South Australian in four wickets. You know, that's what it would have been a good, you know, probably session and a half or whatever it would have been um, on on a fifth day. But I mean, that's your cricket for you. Yeah, you're lucky, right? But uh, I mean, that was there in four wickets and 80 runs that it was. So it was good went either way. Been, could have been very interesting to see. But where South Australia's second innings have been looked a little bit different. Was different. Is it a different mindset there? If they have that extra day, and we spoke about it a few times, though, it could not. It may not. I don't know. If they batted a bit more conservatively, you may have needed an extra hundred more runs. I don't know. We don't. We don't know. But on that extra day, but it still would have at least got a result, which was obviously yeah. what we're wanting because there's too many draws. Um, cool. Anything else to add for that game there, mate? Obviously, ending in a draw, so um, disappointing. But anything else to add before we before you take us to the next game? Um, yeah, just again to touch on Bukowski. I mean, 11th concussion. Um, it's not ideal. I'm definitely hoping for the best for him. Um, obviously, would love for him to be out there playing cricket, but you know, him, his personal, you know, life and health is obviously more important than cricket. So just hopefully he gets the right medical advice and yeah, just hopefully he is okay. You know, 11, 11 concussions is definitely nothing to, to balk at at all. Yeah, absolutely. No. Do you, it wasn't like he got hit and then he went straight off with it. Was it more delayed? I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I think it was more delayed onset, I think. I but I'm not too yeah, sure. I was, yeah, I thought I heard it was delayed, but obviously, yeah, I mean, 11's too many and, um, yeah, reaching the best of life. But did you want to take us through the Queensland versus New South Wales game, which obviously got a result and got a result, you know, fairly quickly as well? Yeah, not wrong. As you said, it was the complete polar opposite, um, especially wicket-wise. Uh, Adelaide Oval had a flat deck, and this was, you know, nice and green and bouncy up at the Gabba. Uh, New South Wales won the toss and uh, bowled first, which uh, for for a minute there was looking uh, like that Queensland were going to combat the green wicket with Kawaja really, you know, taken to the New South Wales attack. He made sixty-three, but. Queensland were knocked over for 193. And I think it kind of set the tone when Labuschagne uh, got out for eight with, with that LBW. Um, pretty much set the tone that it's not going to be easy for batting and you know, any score. I mean, Kwaja was 63. It was a very, very good knock. Um, uh, Tremaine took three for 26 to leave the Blues in that first innings. Um, I see it. Queensland knocked over for 193. Um, New South Wales only made 186 in reply, so just no one could get going. Although Dan Hughes did carry the bat. For the Blues uh, with 86, though, um, would have thought he would make a ton to carry the bat. But, I mean, he, he obviously yeah, they didn't have enough partners. Um, and, and yeah, so Queensland had a seven-run lead heading into the second innings, which probably would have thought at that point that they're probably, you know, the favourite, especially with that batting lineup, Labuschagne and uh, Sequoia, who made 63 in the first innings. Um, but... That, that was not to be. Marnus top scored with 44, um, but nobody else really contributed. Only get knocked over for 129, and you step I was only 137 to win. Um, but that was looking uh, to be quite a, a decent total in the end with taking the Blues eight wickets to get, get the runs. And um, Chris Tremaine was awarded man of the match with 557 match figures and 37 and 16 on out with a bat. Um, and you've you got written there. We'd go through our predictions. Is that is that what you want to do, mate? Um, I mean, yeah, I was going to do that. I was the after we, I just remember we 
did do a preview. So, I mean, do you remember who you predicted to win both the games, mate? Or? Yeah, look, I... I thought Queensland were going to do it easy with that lineup. Um, definitely did not take into consideration the wicket whatsoever. Um, because ever had it done that, I mean, I uh, thought uh, New South Wales team has bowled really, really well with Copeland Tremaine, especially. Um, and yeah, I had the Vicks to win. They could have done those next day, but you know, that, that was me. What about you, mate? Yeah, I think I was in Victoria and then, um, and Queensland, yeah. So, I wouldn't say the first one was wrong. No one picked a draw, so I'll say it's uh, that one's not wrong. But uh, this one obviously was wrong. Um, it was a great finish, though. I don't know if you caught the finish, but but they needed sort of few wickets or you know sort of twenty odd runs, whatever it was at the time, to win. There was a run out that um through that the match that obviously was given not out, I believe, and it was out by a few inches anyway. Um, so yeah, what that would have done, who knows? But um. Yeah, I mean, obviously with the wicket, it was hard to battle. I think it's good to see, actually, to be honest. It's a bit more green on wickets. It's like, I think, I don't know, batters had it easy for too long, but um, I know people say, you know, you want a fair contest between bat and ball. Maybe it was a bit too much to one side, but um, I'd prefer that over a road that fucking just bat for four days. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's a lot better to see. It's a lot better spectacle. Uh, you know, it's just not like huge scores, but it makes it, you've got to earn your runs more. Um, yep. I prefer a bowler family wicket over a batting family wicket, to be honest. But, um, you know, there's no huge scores, but who cares? You get a result. Um, it's you, Your runs are harder to come by. The more – it means, you know, you've got the better players will score runs, I guess. But um, is that your – well, how do you feel about that? Or do you prefer sort of batting wicket, a bowling wicket, something in between, obviously? Or? Yeah, I, I completely agree. I do I mean, love a contest between bat and ball. I think that's what – I mean, this is shit cricket, but, I mean, the long format of the game is all about the contest between bat and ball. And I think it's kind of – taken away a bit when there's just a flat wicket and it's just a road. I think it's just more make as many runs and take wickets if the batsman makes a mistake rather than, you know, being a good ball and, you know, the real, the real battle. And I think that's what, when you have a bowler-friendly wicket, that's, yeah, you get a lot more of that. So, yeah, I do, do like these greener and bouncy wickets that, oh, let's see this one and the one in Tassie for the fifth test match as well. Yeah, exactly. I saw a video the other day. I can't remember exactly what it was about. Like, but it was um, it sort of just went over like it was really interesting. It compared like Don Bradman's era or the era after the era after, and all the way up till now, and how um, how much easier or harder it was to, to bat in this era compared to this era. How quicker the bowlers were and all that sort of stuff. And um, people just aren't making as many runs in like this year and the last few years as what they haven't been. Obviously, I'm not going that far, but even just as of late, like they're just they're not making runs. I think maybe we're seeing more of what we saw, you know, the last few days. But like even you take it into account, there's a few of the best, like Marnus, Smith and Virat. Like they haven't really been making a lot of runs recently. I think Smith, I think Virat got a duck the other day. Yep. Oh yeah, I think it was, but eight, 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 eight whatever it was, match before. Like they haven't been getting many runs. Smith obviously wasn't his best about the Ashes. There wasn't any huge, huge like, you know, I had got a couple of clubs, he got a couple of tons there, but like it's, it's a lot harder to bat these days um, than what it has been, was basically what the video said. So, yeah, it's been very interesting to see, but um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it. We've got a result in three days, can't really complain, but um, yeah, all right, we'll move on to the previews, mate. Do you want to run us through the previews? Obviously, I mean, you can sort of say the date and the time, really, there was no teams really. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, but I'm sure we'll get our predictions on social media in the next few days. So 
that'd be all right. But yeah, run us through the two March Cups if you want, mate. Yeah, no worries. So uh, Queensland and New South Wales play again at this time. Yeah, in the the one day is uh, on the fourteenth. Um, that is at, at the Gabba. Um, Queensland's currently second on the table, and New South Wales is fourth. Um, and then the next one is the Vix uh, and South Australia again on Tuesday. Uh, they play at 11 a.m. Uh, and as I said, the teams aren't out yet. Um, so there's not really much else to preview other than that. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's around cheating. I mean, obviously, the Gabba, Queensland, Karen Rolton Oval, I think it was, a South Australian game. But I haven't yep. seen how many games have they played there. How many games there are there? Not sure. I, I, could, I couldn't tell you what the wicket's are. like there. Yeah, I always thought it was more the women's, obviously, named after Seth Wimber. Like, the, I thought it was more the women's career they did that. But um, interesting to see. I don't know how big it is. I don't know much about it, to be honest with you. So um, it'll be interesting to see what sort of score there is there. But um, I know you'll be watching with a keen eye, mate. I'm just keen for some Tassie games. We need to get to yeah, the so What do you think week? about the, Yeah, exactly. What do you think about the way they've got that set out? Obviously, Queensland versus New South Wales, play each other in the Shield, then bang, straight into the... March Cup, same for South Australia versus Vic. How do you feel about that? I don't mind it actually, because it's kind of similar to. I know it's it's different formats, it's different games, but like kind of similar when you have in footy, yeah, under your yeah, reserves and seniors playing the same teams, like the VFL and AFL. Sometimes that happens. It's kind of the same sort of thing. It's it's obviously different. You know, it's because it's the same players, but I, I do like it. You know, yeah, you get exactly. you get your same sort of competition, and and yeah, I mean, obviously, then you play. Obviously, other teams do the same. I, I don't mind it actually. What about you? Yeah, no, I don't mind it. I think it's good to have the it's good contrast as well. It's good to sit there and watch the the four days or three days or whatever of uh, a shield match, and then you know watch that the sort of quicker format. I think it's, I don't know how it'd be as a player adjusting because you know at least in you know club cricket you might play two days and whatever you play yeah. the T20 throughout the week. Like they're actually playing a Sheffield Shield, and a matter of days later they're playing. You know, one day. So that'd be interesting to see how that goes. But um, obviously it works if it's only a little while. But I don't know how I'd go with something like that. But um, but yeah, I don't mind it as well. It gives a good contrast of viewing and be able to watch both formats. Um, but yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, just about does it, I think, mate. Nice and quick episode. Obviously, just being you tonight. The other boys couldn't make it. Um, it's unfortunate. But uh, best wishes to them. And uh, if you're not already, follow us on what social media are you on? You're, you're the social media expert, mate. So run us through it all. What are we on? Uh, um, whether you're listen to, uh, listening or watching this on YouTube or Spotify, well, oh, we're yeah, either yeah, there or, or we're on the other one. Um, and then Instagram, Facebook. Um, so, yeah, give us a follow. The links will be in the description. Beautiful. Awesome. Thanks for watching and stay safe. Have a good one. Welcome to another episode of Around the Wicket, where we will be recapping the two Shield matches, which concluded today, the other one yesterday, um, and obviously previewing the two Marsh Cup games coming up. We don't have any teams at the moment, being late on a Saturday night, so we'll just do what we can. But um, first off, we'll go to Jack. You played cricket today, mate. How'd you go? Uh, yeah, next <laughs> question. Um... Didn't go very well then. All right. Obviously, we do play on the same team, but I couldn't, unfortunately, play today. 
due to work. So obviously I wasn't expecting a hell of a lot. We missed best you, player or one of your best players playing them. Obviously it's gonna hurt a lot. Um how many runs did you make? Um yeah, next question. All right, so nothing. Okay, beautiful. All right, we'll recap the first shield match being that we'll, we'll go to South Australia versus Vic. Uh, obviously, your boys. So, South Australia won the toss and elected to bat. Uh, Mitch Perry got the early breakthrough, getting Henry Hunt caught behind by Sammy Harper. Um, and then fan favourite Scotty Bowen got the next four. Uh, with Aussie batting duo Travis Head and Alex Carey were sort of beat, were pretty disappointed to be failing. Head got duck, Carey got 11. Um, all the attention was on Jake Weatherold, though and Daniel Drew, who both scored centuries. Fantastic innings for both of them. Yep. Uh, Weatherall finished with 122 and Drew, thanks, 130 with Bowling and Mitch Perry being the pick of the bowlers, taking eight for 118 between them. So not bad at all. So South Australia ended up piling on 366, which is a pretty decent total. Uh, the second inning started well. So Victoria's batting inside always Bukowski and Harris putting on 110 before Harris departed for 58. And then things sort of just went downhill from there. I mean, one for 110 or whatever, and uh, ended up losing. I think it was four to 35, um, scoring a total of what was it just uh, just total of 264 over 100 runs light of South Australia. What was your takeaway sort of in, um, I guess, the South Australia's first innings and obviously Victoria's um, probably? bit different. So what was your takeaways there, mate? Um, I mean, yeah, I think it was good for South Australia's uh, perspective that, you know, two guys that got runs weren't uh, Travis Head and Alex Carey, uh, you know, said Weatherold and Drew, you know, really you know, put runs on the board, obviously 100 and what, 252 between them, uh, which was that almost outscored Victoria, just the two of those. That was, I mean, very good for them. And I mean, Victoria was, disappointing i guess i mean harrison pikovsky obviously did very well 110 they them as a partnership joe is one of the best in state cricket um so then yeah for then everyone else other than Maddo to score 82 to not even put up a show was a little bit disappointing as a vic but um yeah that's that first innings you would have thought that south australia was right in the box seat being over 100 in front yeah, exactly right. When you get two times in the first inning, you know, like one team gets two times, the other team just needs to chip in here or there, really, to get you to a decent total. Uh, it adds up pretty quickly. But, I mean, I think Victoria just did. They lacked that person in the first innings, didn't they? Like, they had two 50s in their open, which is fantastic. Great start. Um, an 82 from Maddo before he got, uh, I think it was bowled by Pope, I think it was, wasn't it? Um, yeah. But um, even still, like, just, just sort of needed to go on with it. It's either someone just to go on and get that sort of century and then build around that. Um, but yeah, so wickets were mostly shared around between Brendan Doggett, which was three for 72, David Grant snags three for 66, and Nathan McAndrew three for 60. Lloyd Pope, yeah, also got that wicket when he bowled Maddow on 82. Um, the second inning started with South Australia 102 in front, about halfway through day three, I think it was, wasn't it? Halfway through day three. Um, South Australia had a better start to their second inning. They did in their first, losing their first week for 68 runs. The post only was 13 in the first. Um, it was more shared around innings for South Australia the second time around. There's no massive scores. Um, I think it was, yeah, it was a weather old 32, Hunt 57, Carter 29. Travis ended up making a few, made 46. Um, <laughs> better than the duck you got in the first, but hey, all great players get ducks. Um, they sure do. Yeah, South Australia ended up making 213. 
from 58 overs, so relatively quickly, not overly quick, selling the setting of VXN was 316 to win basically from 90 overs, I think four days play basically. Yep. Um, for, yeah, so Boland, Boland managed two for 39, Mitch Harry, Mitch Harry, Mitch Perry, two for 45, three for 42 to Will Sutherland, and the old boy Johnny Holland took three for 55. How were you confident? Or you, so what was your feelings, I guess, going into the, the last innings there, needing what you needed to win? Um, who did you think would win? Um, well, I thought that Vix were definitely a massive chance and a day three, you know, South Australia with seven down. And then those were, those last three weeks were knocked off pretty quickly. Um, so I thought that, you know, Vix definitely with, if all the batting, you know, light played up perfectly, the 316 was very, very gettable in that 90 overs. Um, obviously before day's play even started, we lost one of our best bats, probably not ideal with uh, the cost. That's a whole nother conversation though. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, to, to get as close as they did, though, I mean, I think as we're talking about, that's why we need five days of shield cricket. Yeah, absolutely. As you'll get to in the next game, they were almost polar opposites in the sense that that was the wicket was completely different as well, which makes it very different. But um, that one there was wrapped up in three, I think, wasn't it? Yep. Something like that. And um, opposed to this one here, I just needed that one day and it would have seen the last. Um, but obviously, yeah, you just touched on there. Pekoski, uh, very unfortunate. We'll wait and see what, like, it's more news to come from that. So we'll wait and see what happens. But, um, yeah, it's obviously not looking great. Um, so, yeah, hope he's going well. So, yeah, South Australia had their tails up early, having the VIX two for seven. What was your, I think it was two for seven. What was your sort of feelings then? Look, yeah, two for seven, you probably think South Australia only eight wickets and, Probably almost think Victoria probably almost go into this into their shell a little bit there to play out the draw. So it's only four days, um, and you'd have every right to you know you lost the two openers. You probably think you know, and being Madison and Harris, you both were two of the three guys that made runs in the first innings. You probably would have been well in your right mind to just you know try and soak up a draw at that point. Um, yes, yeah, definitely not not yeah, the best start. Yeah, two for seven off four before Peter Hanscom obviously just had a. So your captain's knock will probably be an understatement of 148, not out. And 280 as well. So sort of you know, soaked up a few balls there, which is always good if you're sort of somewhat going for the draw. Um, but the issue, I mean, you're sort of running out of partners in a sense, but I mean, I, I think although they only scored not as many, uh, I didn't watch the, this for the last bit, so I'm not 100%, but obviously I know you would have done, mate, so so you'd uh, know more about it than I do. But obviously they soaked up a lot of the balls, which I thought was good. So Merlo got five from 56, half of 22 from 68, short 25 from 85. Like they sort of were soaking up quite a few balls, I guess, which was probably their mindset. Um, but then again, they weren't that far away from the bit, not that far away, they were 80 runs, I think, away from victory or whatever. So one more day to play, who would have won? Um, I would have backed in with Hanskin on 148, would have backed in the Vicks, um to 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 win it but um i mean obviously but both both we're in play south australia needing four wickets you know that's what it would have been a good you know probably session and a half or whatever it would have been um on on a fifth day but i mean that's your cricket for you yeah exactly right but i mean i was there in four wickets and 80 runs that it was so it was good went either way it would have been, could have been very interesting to see but would South Australia's second innings have been looked a little bit different? Was different? Is it a different mindset there? If they have that extra day, and we've spoken about it a few times, though, it could not, it may not, I don't know, if they batted 
bit more conservatively, you may have needed an extra hundred more runs. I don't know. We don't we don't know. But on that extra day, but it still would have at least got a result, which was obviously yeah. what we're wanting because there's too many draws. Um, cool. Anything else to add for that game there, mate? Obviously, ending in a draw, so um, disappointing. But anything else to add before we before you take us to the next game? Um, yeah, just again to touch on Bukowski. I mean, 11th concussion. Um, it's not ideal. I'm definitely hoping for the best for him. Um, obviously, we'd love for him to be out there playing cricket, but you know, him, his personal, you know, life and health is obviously more important than cricket. So just hopefully he gets the right medical advice and yeah, just hopefully he is okay. You know, 11, 11 concussions is definitely nothing to, to balk at at all. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do, it wasn't like he got hit and then he went straight off with it. Was it more delayed? I don't know. I, I think, like yeah, I think it was more delayed time. onset, I think, I but I'm not too yeah, sure. Yeah, I thought I heard it was delayed, but obviously, yeah, I mean, eleven's too many, and um, yeah, wishing the best of luck. But did you want to take us through the Queensland versus New South Wales game, which obviously got a result and got a result, you know, fairly quickly as well? Yeah, not really. As you said, it was a complete polar opposite, um, especially wicket-wise. Uh, Adelaide Oval had a flat deck, and this was, you know, nice and green and bouncy up at the Gabba. Uh, New South Wales won the toss and uh, bowled first, which. Uh, for, for a minute there, was looking uh, like that Queensland were going to combat the green wicket with Kawaja really, you know, taken to the New South Wales attack. He made 63, but Queensland were knocked over 193. I think it kind of set the tone when Labashane uh, got out for eight with, with that LBW. Um, pretty much set the tone that it's not going to be easy for batting and you know, any score, I mean, Kawaja was 63. was very, very good knock. Um uh, Tremaine took three for 26 to leave the Blues in that first innings. Um, so yeah, Queensland knocked over 193. Um, New South Wales only made 186 in reply, so just no one could get going. Dan Hughes did carry the bat for the Blues uh, with 86, though. Um, would have thought we'd make a ton to carry the bat, but, I mean, he, he obviously yeah, didn't have enough partners. Um, and... And yeah, so Queensland had a seven-run lead heading to the second innings, which probably would have thought at that point that they're probably you know the favourite, especially with that batting lineup, Labuschagne and uh, Sequoia made sixty-three in the first innings. Um, but that that was not to be. Marnus top scored with forty-four, um, but nobody else really contributed. Only get knocked over for one twenty-nine, and New South Wales only one hundred thirty-seven to win. Um, but that was looking uh, to be quite a, a decent total in the end with taking the Blues eight wickets to get, get the runs. And um, Chris Tremaine was awarded man of the match with 557 match figures and 37 and 16 on out with a bat. Um, and you've, you've got written there, we'd go through our predictions. Is that, is that what you want to do, mate? Um, I mean, yeah, I was going to do that. I was just remembering we did do a preview. So, I mean, do you remember who you predicted to win both the games, mate? Or? Yeah, look, I I thought Queensland were going to do it easy with that lineup. Um, definitely did not take into consideration the wicket whatsoever um, because if I ever had done that, I mean, I uh, thought uh, New South Wales team has bowled really, really well with Copeland, Tremaine especially. Um, and, yeah, had the Vicks to win. They could have done those next day, but you know that—that that was me. What about you, mate? 
Yeah, I think I said Victoria and then um, and Queensland. Yeah, so I wouldn't say the first one was wrong. No one picked a draw, so I'll say it's, uh, that one's not wrong. But uh, this one obviously was wrong. Um, it was a great finish, though. I don't know if you caught the finish, but but they needed sort of few wickets or you know sort of twenty odd runs, whatever it was at the time, to win. There was a run out that um suited out the match that obviously was given not out, I believe, and it was out by a few inches anyway. Um. So yeah, what that would have done, who knows? But um, yeah, I mean, obviously with the wicket, it was hard to battle. I think it's good to see, actually, to be honest. It's a bit more greener wickets. Like I think I don't know if batters had it easy for too long, but um, I know people say you know you want a fair contest between bat and ball. Maybe it was a bit too much one side, but um, I'd prefer that over a road that fucking just bat for four days. Like you know what I mean? Like I think it's a lot better to see. It's a lot better spectacle. Uh, you know, it's, it's not huge scores, but it makes it you got to earn your runs more. Um, yep. I'd prefer a bowler family wicket over a batting family wicket, to be honest. But um, you know, there's no huge scores, but who cares? You get a result. Um, it's you know, your runs are harder to come by. The more it means, you know, you got the better players will score runs, I guess. But um, is that your? Well, how do you feel about that? Or do you prefer sort of batting wicket, a bowling wicket, something in between, obviously? Or yeah, I, I completely agree. I do. I mean, love contests between bat and ball. I think that's what. I mean, this is shit cricket, but I mean, the long format of the game is all about the contest between bat and ball. And I think it's kind of taken away a bit when there's just a flat wicket, it's just a road. I think it's just more make as many runs and take wickets if the batsman makes a mistake rather than, you know, being a good ball and, you know, the, the real battle. And I think that's what, when you have a bowler-friendly wicket, that's, yeah, you get a lot more of that. So, yeah, I do, do like these greener and bouncier wickets that, uh, let's see this one and the one in Tassie for the fifth test match as well. Yeah, exactly. I saw a video the other day. I can't remember exactly what it was about. Like, but it was um, it sort of just went over like it was really interesting. It compared like Don Bradman's era or the era after the era after, and all the way up till now, and how um, how much easier or harder it was to, to bat in this era compared to this era. How quicker the bowlers were and all that sort of stuff. And um, people just aren't making as many runs in like this year and the last few years as what they have been. Obviously, I'm not going about that far, but even just. As of late, like they're just they're not making runs. I think maybe we're seeing more of what we saw, you know, the last few days. But like, even you take into account a few of the best, like Marnus, Smith, and Virat, like they haven't really been making a lot of runs recently. I think Smith, I think Virat got a duck the other day. Yep. Oh, yeah, I think it was, but eight, 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 eight whatever it was, match before. Like they haven't been getting many runs. Smith obviously wasn't his best about the Ashes. There wasn't any huge, huge, like, you know, head got a couple of cops, he got a couple of tons there, but like it's, it's a lot harder to bat these days um, than what it has been, based on what the video said. So, yeah, it's been very interesting to see, but um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't mind it. We've got a result in three days, can't really complain. But um, yeah, all right, we'll move on to the previews, mate. Do you want to run us through the previews? Obviously, I mean, you can just sort of say the date and the time, really, there was no team, it's really. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, but I'm sure we'll get our predictions on social media in the next few days, so that'll be all right. But, yeah, run us through the two March Cups, if you want, mate. Yeah, no worries. Uh, Queensland and New South Wales play again at this time. Yeah, in the the one day is uh, on the 14th. Um, that is at, at the Gabba. Um, Queensland's currently second on the table and New South Wales is fourth. Um, and then the next one is the Vicks. Uh, and South Australia again on Tuesday. Uh, they play at 11 a.m. Uh, and as I said, the teams aren't out yet. Um, so there's not really much else to preview other than that. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's around cheating. I mean, obviously, the Gabba, Queensland, Karen Rolton Oval, I think it was, the South Australian game. But I haven't yep. seen how many games have they played there. Played many games there, have they? Not sure. I, I, could, I couldn't tell you what the wicket's like there. But yeah, I always thought it was more the women's, obviously, it's named after successful women, but like, the, I thought it was more the women's career they did there. But um, interesting to see. I don't know how big it is. I don't know much about it, to be honest with you. So um, it'll be interesting to see. What sort of a score there is there, but um, I know you'll be watching with a keen eye, mate. I'm just keen for some Tassie games. We need to get to yeah, that. What up do you think week. about? Uh, yeah, exactly. What do you think about the way they've got that set out? Obviously, Queensland versus New South Wales play each other in the Shield, then bang straight into the March Cup. Same for South Australia versus Vic. How do you feel about that? I don't mind it actually, because it's kind of similar to. I know it's it's different formats, it's different games, but like kind of similar when you have in footy. Yeah, under your reserves and seniors playing the same teams like the VFL and AFL, sometimes it happens. It's kind of the same sort of thing. It's it's obviously different, you know, it's because it's the same players, but I, I do like it. You know, yeah, you get exactly. you get your same sort of competition, and and yeah, I mean, obviously, then you play obviously other teams and do the same. I, I don't mind it actually. What about you? Yeah, no, I don't mind it. I think it's good to have the it's good contrast as well. It's good to sit there and watch the the four days or three days or whatever of uh, a shield match, and then. You know, watch that sort of quicker format. I think it's, I don't know how it'd be as a player adjusting because, you know, at least in, you know, club cricket, you might play two days and whatever you play, yeah. the key points about the week. Like they're actually playing a Sheffield Shield and a matter of days later, they're playing, you know, one day. So that'd be interesting to see how that goes. But um, obviously, it works if they're doing it for a little while. But I don't know how I'd go with something like that. But, um, but yeah, I don't mind it as well. It gives it a good contrast of viewing and to be able to watch both formats. Um, but yeah, I agree. All right, uh, just about does it, I think, mate. Nice and quick episode. Obviously, just being you tonight, the other boys couldn't make it. Um, it's unfortunate, but uh, best wishes to them. And uh, if you're not already, follow us on what social media are you on? You're, you're the social media expert, mate. So, run us through it all. What are we on? Uh, um, whether you're listen to, uh, listening or watching this on YouTube or Spotify, well, oh, we're yeah, either yeah, there or, the, or we're on the other one. Um, and then Instagram, I Facebook. So, yeah, give us a follow. Links will be in the description. Beautiful. Awesome. Thanks for watching and stay safe. Have a good one.